Welcome to Ancient Rome Refocused, episode 33. This is Rob Kane. The title of this podcast is The Twelve Labors of Antony. This is an original story. Copyright 2023 from Ancient Rome Refocused. The narration is by Jordan Harbour of TwilightHistories.com. So it should be that none but Antony should conquer Antony, but woe to so. To his eminence, Marcus Antonius, from Aquitas Publicae Negotium. From Jordanius, weaver of words. Salutations. I wish you good health and great prosperity. As your humble servant, let me tell you of our great corporation, blessed of Jupiter and Hades the wicked. Our company was established during the reign of Sulla. Our offices have over 100 trained professionals in communications, bribery, and associated fair practices conducted by the most ardent informers. We have received your payment of three talents of gold. Our superior staff and slave talent department has put together a communications plan for your run for first citizen of Rome. We have dispatched a slave to your place of residence to take your answer back to our offices in Tarentum. The agreed payment for us to instate the plan is 50 talents. Please include with the gold a letter indicating that you agree to our terms. Your faction, the Antonians, will be responsible for all costs involved in putting the plan into operation. Skills contributed by the Aquitas Publicae Negotium will be billed to your secretarial slave in Rome. We have titled this plan The Twelve Labors of Antony. Background and context. Rome is on the rise. The change has been taking place for years. There was a shift from Hellenic power brought into place by the remnants of Alexander the Great and challenged by us. The power of Cleopatra was left over from the establishment of the Macedonian general Ptolemy Soter and his family's reign over Egypt. Egypt had grown weak, Rome had grown strong, and we have been eating up kingdoms as we moved into the Mare Nostrum. We have money and slaves. Many nations and city-states bow to our power, your power. But we need to keep the poor in their place. The secret is food. Egypt has what we need. Yearly, the Nile floods and the food bins of the Nile become flushed with corn. The Republic is shaky. Civil war has drained our resources and has set Roman against Roman. The generals are now greater than the Senate. However, the people are tired of civil war. This must end. Pompey was right in one thing. May he rest in peace in the swamp of Pelusium. The old piss face said, Stop quoting laws to men with swords. We should take this advice to heart. There are only two people that rule the world now. You and that boy. 
Forgive me, great Antony. I must talk plainly in order to get you to listen. I have titled myself with a Greek word. I know you like the Greek. I will be your strategos on this great adventure. If you want to win, listen. Pull your head away from the nipple of the Egyptian queen and take an ear to my words. Ready? Let's get started. Recommendations to His Imperial Highness Mark Antony. Labor One. Establish a permanent presence in Rome. The center of the world is Rome. You know that. I know that. Everyone knows that. You need allies, not just the eastern satraps and kings, but allies in the Senate. At current count, there are approximately 300 senators on your side. But this is not enough, and you are putting them in an impossible situation. They are currently defending a ghost. You are the ghost. Because you are not in Rome to defend yourself, and your allies cannot get from you the support that they need to continue to defend you. What kind of support? When a debate takes place on the Senate floor, we need you there to walk over to the boy. I refer to Octavian. And pop him one in the nose. Even if you just stood up in the Senate at any insult or lie, it would send a clear message that you will not tolerate the slander that takes place. At every Bacchanal in Rome, there is some poor Antony supporter that is laughed down, shoved, and ridiculed. The party circuit in Rome is just as important as the Senate, and it is just as important what the wheat vendor says to the butcher on festival day. You need people at these get-togethers to drink and give their opinions. I know you like to party. No one can drink like you. You are the new Dionysus. I've heard that on the street. Don't deny it. That name has been heard over here, even in Rome. Well, if you are, you need to make the rounds at the Aventine and Palatine Hills. You need to be at every party that the boy may frequent. You need to give the boy your back and wag a finger at him if he dares to show any knowledge of military matters. Establish a permanent presence in Rome. Yes, yes, I know. You cannot be without your true love. I give you that. However, six months out of the year at your Roman villa will be enough to quell the feasting that is taking place on your ghost. Frankly, Great Antonius, you are being served for dinner every night. A joke here, a jab there. A dinner took place at the villa of Lepidus Crassus Metrovi. He had thirty guests. He stood up to make a toast. Everyone rise, shouted the Major Dumo. Glasses were handed out and a proper vintage poured. To Octavian, son of Caesar! Glasses were downed. It was at that very moment Lepidus farted out a massive, echoing, passive gas. 
It was heard up and down the couches. No one dared move. No one put down their glasses. Eyes remained on their host. Lepidus looked suspiciously to the outer hallway and said in a quiet voice, as if asking someone just outside, Antony, is that you? Are you back from Egypt? Imperator, you could hear the laughter on Mount Olympus. Fool, you need to be here to look them in the eye. You are feared, but you are only feared when they see that massive neck of yours. Octavian hates you. More importantly, he fears you. However, to fear a man in Egypt is different than to fear Antony, who stands just two feet away. Return to Rome. Now. Labor to Raise Caesarian in Rome. Bring your adopted son to Rome. Put him in a toga. Show him off at gymnasiums. Make him lift a few weights and take a swing at a gladiator or two. Slap him on the shoulder and introduce him around town to your friends. Once the senators see that he has Caesar's eyes, they will realize who or what he is. Show who the real son of Caesar is. Octavian is sickly. It is said he does not even like the sight of battle. Give young Caesarian a battle cloak. Let him wear soldier's boots. Let the legios see him in full regalia. Get some of those pretty senatorial daughters to take him out for a night or two. Get the boy drunk. Let him puke and chase a few dancers about the hall. Show Rome that you intend to raise him as a true Roman. What's more, in conversation, especially with Cicero, say something like, I had to get him away from his mother's influence. Cicero will love that. He hates Cleopatra. The people of Rome will love it as well. Labor 3. Control the Omens. of fence-sitters. As rational men, we have to control what others think are uncontrollable. There are omens about you. Now, calm down. I would not be a good advisor if I didn't tell you the truth. In the city of Alba, a statue of you was seen sweating. Yes, beads of sweat ran down the face of the Sicilian marble. Beads of sweat dripping off your nose. Well, not your nose, but the 50,000 denarii statue that the good citizens paid for. The slaves wiped it down, but by then the damage was done. The people said, 
See, Antony knows that Octavian is coming for him. In Athens, a statue of Dionysus fell from its pedestal, crashing below. The statue fell on a new theater, and some pissed-off actors stood over the rubble, shouting, The fall of Antony! Some Antonians pounded them with fruit, but the damage was done. The statue was so large that it had to remain right where it was even during a performance of a play by Plautus. A character in the play was some lad, a lovesick schoolboy that could not get the attentions of the local prostitutes. I can't keep this from you. The fallen statue seemed to convince the audience that the lover boy was you. And I don't have to tell you what the audience thought the identity of the prostitute was. Do not be mad, my Imperator. Truth is truth. The plebeian sees the world only in omens. But we can fight back. Give the word, and I'll have black crows sitting on top of Octavian's roof within the week. Give the word, and I'll pay some out-of-work actor to paint himself white and walk about outside Octavian's villa, imitating Caesar's ghost. We can even have him cry and wail as if disappointed by his adopted son. Woe is me! Woe is Rome! I have adopted a boy with vinegar blood. Woe to those who take up his cause. Said with enough conviction and with enough gusto, the story will be up and down the hills of Rome before sunrise. The gossip mill of Rome works at blinding speed. Give the word. I can even have that broken statue of Dionysus in Rome in just a few months. With the right rope and tackle, we can drop it into Octavian's atrium. Can you see the look on his face? Imagine the horror as it takes out his family fountain, drenching him in pond water. It will be the talk of Rome. Antony drops in for a visit, will be told up and down the Subara. Of course, we need an auger. I can buy a dozen. Why should the boy have all the luck? Omens are never effective unless an auger can put his copper into the pot. The power of Antony has destroyed the house of Octavian. The Hercules has returned to Rome. He can wail on the street. Omens and gossip can influence the plebeian mob. Let us do both. Labor 4. Produce postings across the city. Leaflets. This is the easy part. Why are we allowing Octavian to have the last word? The people of Rome are looking for direction. Silence is acceptance. If Octavian says, you are a drunkard, then you are a drunkard, if you do not respond. I recommend the following leaflets to be distributed as soon as possible. 1. On my drunkenness. 2. Why I am Roman. 3. Why Roman women are better than Alexandrian women. If you don't want to write on these subjects, I have at least three out-of-work satirists in my employ. Gossip. I suggest we start the following rumors in Rome. Gossip costs included in the addendum. 1. You are seen in Tarentum. 2. 
you are coming to Rome in six months. Three, you are coming to Rome right now and you are pissed. Four, you are seen at the forum. Five, someone saw you riding a horse on the Appian Way. This will cause a panic. If we are lucky, a riot. Graffiti. We need a graffiti campaign. As you know, many plebeians do not read. Graffiti is our best bet in reaching this demographic. I suggest the following cartoon images to be scribbled at the racetrack, arena, and public toilets. Graffiti costs included in the addendum. 1. Octavian in a dress with Agrippa protecting his friend from a giant penis. 2. Octavian running from a drawing of you dressed as Hercules. 3. Octavian as a catamite. Hire Publius Virgilius Maro. Virgil is a talented poet living a few doors down from me. You've got to get him on board. I know he tends to produce works rather slowly, but that is why we should get him started now. The patrician, knight, and plebeian classes love to see their heroes in print and sung on a poet's lips. I suggest the following title. The Antoniad. Writing costs included in the addendum. Labor 5. Change your will. I've seen it. Are you serious? Do you really want to be buried in Alexandria? No. Change the will. Tell them you want to be burned and your ashes spread across the Subara. The poor will love that. Tell them to open your house to the public, like Caesar. Tell everyone that you intend to turn your fortune into coin and give each man a share. You can always change your mind later. Octavian intends to get his hands on your will. If he reads it to the Senate, you will never recover. Tradition so far has kept him away from those that protect it. However, the Vestals are just women. If Octavian steps through the front door and reaches for the will, they will shrink back in horror and let him have it. Fear of being buried alive makes all virgins malleable. Send me the new will, and I will register it at the temple. Let's have it read in the forum. Let's have the people of Rome see how much you love them. Remember how the mob turned on Brutus when Caesar's will was read? Labor 6. Bribe like there is no tomorrow. The patricians hate the plebeians. The plebeians hate the patricians. All the plebeians want is money, entertainment, and diversion. Their life is hard. Octavian throws them a pittance, and they take it. What choice do they have? He is there in Rome, and you are not. 
If Octavian decides to invade Egypt, the plebeians will flock to his standards. They will dream of booty and mounds of Alexandrian loot. The world knows the riches of Alexandria. Before the plebeians come to Alexandria to take your fortune, bring the fortune to Rome. First, establish a strong presence in Rome. Become the patron of the plebeian on the street. Put money in their pockets by way of gifts. Distribute them at gladiatorial games that you sponsor. Purchase businesses within the walls of Rome with Alexandrian money. Bring Alexandrian entertainment to the theatres. Fund a lottery for the plebeian, whereupon, winning, he is granted a piece of land in the Egyptian basin. Well, if the Greeks can live in Egypt, why not Romans? Ten hectares of land and thirty slaves to the winner of the golden ticket of Ptolemy. Two hectares of land to five hundred Romans that hold the blue ticket of Ptolemy. One Egyptian woman slave for one thousand Romans that hold the yellow ticket of Ptolemy. Six weeks of all expenses paid vacationed in Alexandria for five thousand Romans that hold the white ticket of Queen Cleopatra. Make this announcement at the next Saturnalia. Hold the largest public dinner ever recorded in the history of Rome. Make sure that every cup of wine has printed at the bottom in Antony's nomon. Now, the following may be the most important step of all. Raise three legions in Rome. Offer greater pay than the Octavian legions. Camp the three new Antonian legions outside the gates of Rome. March these legions up and down the gates of Rome daily to let Octavian know that you are too close for comfort. Then find Roman husbands for any Alexandrian women that are widowed or abandoned. Labor 7. Declare right now that you are a Republican. However, Octavian pretends to be one. Keeping close to the Ptolemy throne makes others wonder about your intentions. Octavian has ambitions, but he would never claim to think himself a god. At least, not yet. You are being hailed as the new Dionysus. You claim ancestry from Hercules. Octavian paints you as an Egyptian. It is confusing. Get yourself in a toga and walk up and down a few of the streets here in Rome and wipe clean any damn Ptolemaic face paint off your face. Shake a few hands. Cicero has advised others for years on how to get elected. I know you hate Cicero. The best advice sometimes comes from unexpected places. Quit pretending to be a Greek. How Roman are you? Decide. You love all things Greek? Rome raised you. Rome made you great. Roman soldiers died for you. Drink Greek wine at home. Only serve Roman wine at your feasts. Keep your windows closed when you parade around in the pelt of the lion that wrapped the shoulders of Heracles. Outside, you wear good old-fashioned Roman wool. 
labor. 8. Cease plans on the donations of Alexandria. Do not deny it. We know what you intend to do. How did I find out? We at the Aquitius Publicae Negotium are very proud in our skill to research the background of our employers and guessing their intentions. If you proceed on this ill-advised course of action, it will be a major public relations disaster. Cease work on it immediately." My men in Alexandria tell me that you intend to give away portions of the known world to your Egyptian children publicly. Don't you understand that Octavian will use this against you? Give any land conquered by you to the people and the Senate of Rome. Yes, 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 I can hear your response all the way down here to Tarentium. My answer is this. You are not giving it to Octavian. Give the lands to the Senate. Understand? This is very important. To the Senate. Do not even mention the boy's name. Later, and only when you have full grip on power, let your children rule. Until then, Caesarian must not sit with the grown-ups. What children you are to sire, or have been sired by Cleopatra by blood, by your blood, but keep them out of sight. Yes, it will be hard. You may rule by divine right, but you will rule from the adoration of the poor. Your name must be said with love in the Subra. Win the Subra, and you might win Rome. The mob is still feared in Rome. Do not fear Octavian. Taxes will plague him. Food will drag him down. The breadbasket of the Mare Nostrium decides the fates. Food is power. Cut off the corn, and Octavian will shrivel up. Stop the donations of Alexandria. Who talked you into this? Cleopatra? Stop thinking with your prick. Labor 9. Should Octavian Attack? to meet you. Leave a garrison in Alexandria while you take your army to Rome. I promise you, he shall waver. He shall see that you are not afraid of him. He shall ignore Alexandria and try to catch up with you. He shall envision Hannibal. I guarantee that Octavian will turn about and head back to Rome, following you like a dog. He will be afraid that you intend to woo the people of Rome. Stay three days in front of him. Every city on the way that closes its gates to you, place a wreath on the door and publicly give thanks. Then leave. Do not burn a single vineyard or village. Recruit the countryside into your auxiliary. You are not Hannibal. You are Roman. Send runners to Rome and have them declare to the Senate that you want a triumph for defeating Egypt. Imagine how that will confuse the Octavian senators. Of course, you have not, but you have brought Egypt under Roman influence. 
Tell them you bring Egyptian riches to fill their coffers. Imagine how the Octavian senators will scurry away to their sewers. In your message, tell them you will stay in Rome for the rest of your life, even if it's not true. Tell your men that you have no intention of killing your countrymen. Tell them you are coming to Rome, to your beloved Octavian. You are the elder. You will instruct the boy. Labor 10. The problem is that you love two women. One of them was the quiet sort. However, Fulvia is about as queenish as your Cleopatra. She has raised legions with her brother and started a war with Octavian. Do you realize the public relations disaster this woman has caused you? I have news for you. Fulvia and her accomplice Lucius are holed up in the city of Perusia. How can you control the world if you cannot control your own wife? Did you have anything to do with this? Take a legion or two and batter down the gates of Perusia. Octavian is using this against you. You have to get rid of her. You have to stop her. Every Octavian soldier that dies in this battle is another Roman family that will despise you. Tell Fulvia to meet you in Athens. When you are together, silence her forever. I am hearing rumors. Octavian is planning to offer his sister Octavia to you in marriage. She is a nice, quiet girl. Would you consider this? However, if you do this, the augurs are telling me that it would be to your advantage if Octavia meets with a small accident two or three months later. I am sure Cleopatra would approve. Labor 11. Kill Agrippa. Octavian is nothing without Agrippa. Why has this man been allowed to live? There is nothing as irritating as a talented lapdog. Labor 12. Take charge of your household. You have to choose. Are you descended from Hercules or not? If you are, keep Cleopatra quiet. I know, I know you love her. Well, what better way to show your love than to give her an intact and united Rome? If you are the new Dionysus, then remember this, that Titans ripped him apart. Don't let Cleopatra do that to you.
Conclusion. Equitas Publicae Affairs is not responsible for labors you fail to do. Any failure of any labor that is carried out by the client and fails to achieve the desired result can only be blamed on the fates. Members of our firm are ready to spring into action and will die to support your cause. However, their loyalty cannot be guaranteed under torture. Any failure to meet payments will put a freeze on operations. For an additional 500 gold talents, we can provide you with opposition research and at least 200 field-tested assassins throughout the Republic. This contract has been blessed by the priests of the god Sancus, your humble servant, Jordanius, weaver of words. This is Rob Kane. Special thanks to Jordan Harbor of Twilight Histories. If you are looking for more information about Antony and Cleopatra, check out the writer Plutarch, best known for his work, Parallel Lies. Plutarch said, Fate leads him who follows it and drags him who resists. See you next time on Ancient Rome Refocused.